0: super talk mississippi media production
1: gateway rescue mission meeting the physical and spiritual needs of the homeless right here in jackson mississippi check us out at
0: www.gatewaymission.org he's the former president and publisher of the sun herald and now he's on the radio Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast
2: 103.1 Welcome back to Coast View. I hope you enjoyed that replay with my conversation with Austin Golding what an incredible leader he is in the state the work that he's doing through Golding barge Company is critical really to our farmers and to our petroleum industry. We're lucky to have a business like that working out of Vicksburg that is making such an impact uh, for, you know, sort of the importance of, of of this country. And he's such a bright young man. I just enjoy spending time with him. Okay, now let's shift gears and move over to my friend, Captain Sonny Schindler. We're actually going to spend a little bit of time with him this morning, uh, catching up on the latest. And then he's going to actually join me again tomorrow, and we're going to talk about a special event that they did but without any further ado, let me let me uh, invite Sonny into the conversation. Sonny, by the way, is with Sure Thing Charters in Bay St. Louis. How you doing, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. How you been? I'm doing fantastic. Well, we're in a transition time. I, I had the opportunity to uh, to talk a little bit about coastal Mississippi fishing on Super Talk Outdoors Monday with our friend Ronnie Daniels. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a transition time. You know, you can you can. Uh, you you got to be you got to be sharp this time of year to catch fish, don't you? In,
1: in every sense of the word, I mean, it, it's playing the playing the wind, finding bait, uh, you know, going going early some days, going later some other ones, and watching salinities and this. If if, if you can if you can find some action this month, uh, it it really does make you a better fisherman, getting getting proficient. At fishing April because it's just a windy, just weird month. Um, yeah, and, and you know we're rolling most every day unless rain or crazy wind. But it's they make you work for it in April, man.
2: I know, I know they do. Look, let's even if we were to take the rain out of the equation and, and the wind out of the equation, the the fact that the water. We're hoping as the water gets up into the 70s and starts to move forward, things start to happen. As Ronnie pointed out, you start to see the brown shrimp start to come out of the bays. And, you know, just the whole bait structure starts to move toward more of a summertime scenario. Uh, when the water is cool, you have you know these fish are like like sheephead and and black drum and redfish. They can congregate around some of the structures, but then as the water starts to heat up, it start they start to disperse. That's normal. When you add the the uh, the rain <laughs> and the wind to the scenario, it just it just it can make for a challenging time. But that doesn't mean you don't catch fish. You can still have. This is a beautiful time of the year, really, isn't it?
1: Yeah. No. I mean it you know we we fish year round and and uh, my, minus that wind and rain uh april's awesome you know it's not 100 degrees and uh you, your sunrise is a little later in the morning so we're not getting up at all these crazy hours but it's just you you got to play the hand you're dealt you got to know the limits of your your boat or or your body and you know, like any time, you don't take chances. And look, if it's if it's blowing 20 out of the east, it's probably not the best day to make the long run. But I can't tell you how many days we worked last week where it was blowing 20 out of the east. Uh, and it's just, you take what you can get. It's a mixed bag. Some days it's a little heavy on the redfish. Some days it's a little heavy on the black drum. And, you know, we're, we're seeing a few trout here and there. But, you know, you, you don't want to get uh you don't want to rush it, you know, you don't you don't wanna to, to make that long run in, in unsafe conditions to, to try and and turn April into May. Yeah May's coming, June's coming. Just get out there and enjoy enjoy what you can, you know, and just just be patient.
2: I like the way you said that. Uh, don't don't try to force April into May. <laughs> you know, I, I go back when I was younger, man. We did that a lot. We tried to we tried to force April into May, and every now and then we we you know we get lucky and uh, you know just catch it right and and do really well. But it doesn't really start heating up big time until you get into May and June, et cetera. But um, for people who have not heard us talk before, you know, give them a, a little bit of a primer on Shore Thing fishing charters.
0: Okay,
1: uh, so we we are based out of uh, our home base is Bayou Caddy, but we do have uh, several slips in uh, Rimmer Covington's uh, Shaggy's Charter Docks. I think we've, we've got four slips there. And we, you know, we cover a lot of ground. We, we fish. Uh, all of our boats and guides are licensed to fish Mississippi and Louisiana. Uh, we do still uh, run, run with the house out of Cat Island for our overnight all-inclusive trips. But we pretty much fish about the furthest, the furthest east we go is maybe Ship Island on, on the bay boats. And then the furthest west we go is probably Lake Bourne into the Wrigley's. And we do still have, Alex still runs the offshore boat when uh, the snapper and Cobia stuff is going. He'll run a little bit further out, but the weather's got to be perfect. So uh, right now we have 10 guides working under our, our flag and 11 boats because Alex has the bay boat and the offshore boat. And we do we do our best to keep them keep them busy keep them rolling uh, keep them coming back you know that's that's our goal is show them a good time and and keep them coming back.
2: Well, and, and I know you guys are really focused on that part. Part of what you and I have talked about in the past, and Ronnie Ronnie Daniel and I have talked about this as well, is that one of the keys to your, your success is that certainly you're focused on fishing, but you want to you want to show a great time for the people who are visiting here. And uh, he, he told the story as you have before as well, of a, of a of a couple that came here with him and fished for years and years, and then she died unfortunately. But the but the uh, the older gentleman's still coming back year after year, and it's his way of sort of remembering her. But you've seen you've seen very similar scenarios, haven't you?
1: Most definitely. Um, we we
2: it stinks. Uh,
1: we lost we lost some good. Good men, women, uh, you know that have fished with us, and it's a part of it. But we do that. We we do the uh, the memorial trips. We we had one last year. It, it was a good one. Um, and and you may know the, the the people. They they used to have Mississippi music. Remember the Mississippi music? Oh shop? yeah, I do. Of course, I do. So yeah. uh, Dex, his name's Dexter. Uh, he passed, but he uh, his his favorite. When he passed, before he did, he told his family, "Look, take my ash, my ashes." And he picked about three or four of his most fam- favorite places on the planet. You know, it was like the Caribbean, and I think there was maybe Austin because he was a big music guy. And one of them was Cat Island. So they booked the trip, and uh, they brought they brought some of his ashes, and and uh, we we came in early from one of the evening trips. And they they played some music, and uh, you know everybody took took. And he was a red solo cup drinker, so when he'd have his cocktail, he always drank out of a red solo cup. So they put put his ashes in the cups, and while they were playing music and, and giving thanks, uh, they went out on the dock and cast his ashes into the canal. And uh, right as the sun was setting, it, I've done some cool things and seen some stuff over the last. Two decades and change, but I, that was one of the most memorable uh, trips I think I've ever been a part of. It, it was it was cool. It was really really cool.
2: So when you think about the the bays and bayous, and you you know you mentioned you'll you'll make a run into Lake Bourne over to the Rigolets, mm-hmm. you'll fish the Louisiana marsh, you'll fish you know. Bay St. Louis. I mean, you really are you are able to go, because you trailer your boat, you're able to go to where you believe the fish are going to go, and the captains do a great job of communicating with each other. But when you think about how Cat Allen fits into that repertoire of opportunities, uh, and now that you've become a bit of a bird expert, you know, it's <laughs> interesting to see what you've done there. But but Cat Allen is, man, its a, it's a unique destination, isn't it? Yeah. And, and
1: you, you know, you've been, but that seven miles, if, if you, if you weren't looking at that Gulfport, Pascal's Long Beach skyline, you, and I told you you were, you were somewhere out in the middle of the ocean, you, you'd believe me. I mean, that is its own world with the, the beaches and the, and the, and the, you know, the, the bayous and the forest and just all the, all the crazy, crazy animals that, that come and visit, you know, the fallout's happening. Uh, it should be happening right about now. This this big blow that, that we've got, uh, it should have brought them, brought them through. And we're going to be there for it. We've, we've got Mr. Robert Smith coming. Uh, we got a whole week pretty much of birding coming uh, for April, which we we love it. I mean, it's it's so neat seeing all this stuff right here in our front yard. All these beautiful birds and and exotics coming through, Uh, and we still get to fish. You know, you you get you get the best of both worlds.
2: come back on the other side for the Facebook and YouTube audience. We'll show a couple of photographs. And uh, for the radio audience, we'll tell you what the the photographs are of. But I love coming back to people like Sonny to focus on coastal Mississippi fishing because, you know, as I say on my outdoor show every single week, part of the reason why we're the capital of the outdoors in America is because of what's happening here along the coast. And I love spending time focusing on it. So anyway, when we come back on the other side, we'll continue our conversation. With Captain Captain Sonny Schindler. See you after this.
0: You can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say Alexa. Open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk,
2: Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I'm my friend Captain Sonny Schindler with us, and we're just kind of talking about May. Excuse me, May. Here I am. I'm trying to make April into May. There you go. Yeah, I'm doing it just like we talked about earlier, but talking about April fishing and, and some of the challenges we have this time of year. And, uh, you know, when it's not blowing and we don't have rain uh as sunny pointed out, it's a cool wonderful time of year to fish. In fact, what I enjoy doing sunny this time of year when the salinities aren't messed up is uh fishing the edge of the marshes with soft plastic for for redfish. It's just uh you usually you can you can do well you get, of course when when you do that though you've got to have people who can fish you know that can really cast and or that can be pretty miserable throwing throwing soft plastics constantly into the marsh and having to go get the the hook on hook but but if you've got experienced fishermen with you so that's a, that's a fun fishing uh, approach isn't it
1: it is and ricky we got a name for those people that uh, that can't that can't cast and put that bait in the marsh every day you, you know what we call them? customers <laughs> <laughs> look look man my la my last island trip uh and I may have sent you a picture with this one but uh I had I had a boatload of ladies man uh three generations of them grandma the mom and the kids all right you know but they uh for the most part almost every, that's it that's it I had you know cast every pole and we you know that when we went to the beach and on the way in, it was just too pretty not to stop and fish. But uh, I cast every pole every time, and look, happy to do it. If 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 it gets us in the fish and gets gets a smile on their face, and you know that that memory, that that fish with all them, they'll, they'll never forget that. So,
2: Sonny, look, I I do the same thing if I if I've got some folks with me. Who can't do it? What we'll do is we'll go into some of these small little uh, bodies of water that are off the, the river, or off off uh, the bayous, and uh, while while Jordan or Justin, my two sons, and I will fish toward the marsh, the, our guests will once they just just fish this way and work it this way, and sometimes they'll get you know they'll get fish out in the open. And what we'll do is we'll continue to work the edges, and if we get a fish, we can just immediately hand him the rod, you know, and you know that's just. That's just uh they don't care you know, they're yeah. looking for a pool, you know they're looking for the opportunity to do it, and you know as they cast over there, they're getting a lot of experience, you know it's just repetition, you know when that rod becomes part of who you are, then you know you've it's uh when you do it unconsciously is when you really get good at it, you know that's just the way it is, hey, Kyle, let's uh, th- throw up a couple of photos and let's uh we'll explain to the radio audience what we're looking at, but always enjoy having these uh conversations with with Captain Sonny because we get a chance to see what they're doing. But you got a couple of happy customers there, I think, with some uh looks like some drums, small drums yeah
1: the, pu- the puppy drum came in thick this year, man it's it's been nice because they're pretty much all in protected waters,
2: yeah, is that at the Bay St. Louis Bridge?
1: That's at the Bay St. Louis train bridge right there.
2: yeah, at the train bridge, You're right, right. So, are you just fishing along the uh, the structure, basically?
1: Yeah, most of the most of the time. Uh, th- lately, it's just been one hiding from the wind and two, hopefully, hiding somewhere where it's fishy. And, yeah, uh, yeah.
2: Luckily, More puppy drum. There's there's a nice that's, flounder flounder that's starting from, to come out uh, now.
1: Uh, Lake Bourne. I had to go get tucked up in those bayous one day. Uh, the wind shifted, so we couldn't hide in the bay.
2: <laughs> yeah, another uh, big drum. There's a big drum.
1: And look, you know, those big drum, us, us locals are so spoiled. I, I I know you are,
2: you know, as, as,
1: as much as much time as you and your family spend on the water. But like crews like that that are from all over, I can't tell you how many times those big drum come in the boat. And, you know, the local will be, you know, roll his eyes. And, oh, here we go. You know, <laughs> drum. but the kid or the out of towner will stop and just be speechless and say, that's the biggest fish I've ever caught, and they will never forget that.
2: I know, never man. It, I get it, I, and that's that's the way my grandkids get hooked on it—to take them to to catch a big drum or something like that. It's just so incredible. Hey, that last photo, incidentally, was from a very special event that you and I are going to spend more time tomorrow talking about. But give the headline for that photo that we were looking at.
1: Yeah, that was uh, it. Was it was actually our Veterans Day trip that got weathered out last year. And we had to bump it like months ahead because of weather and schedules and and everything. Um, and I man, I could talk all day about that stuff, but it we had to move it all the way to April to even start getting schedules right. And uh, I don't, I, we've never had a bad one.
2: Uh, yeah, and, well, tomorrow, actually, we're going to talk about it. And what okay. what you for the radio audience, you've got a pile of fish. In front of uh, quite a, uh, a large number of, of fishermen, and this is a, a really important event that that um, that that Sonny and his team do. And we'll we'll talk about why that's important to them and what it's all about when we come back together again tomorrow. But we're at the end of our time together, this, uh, Sonny, for today. It's been a pleasure to catch up with you, man. I look forward to catching up with you again tomorrow to talk about the veterans event. Absolutely. Thank you, bet, you, man. Have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow.
0: former president and publisher of the sun herald and now he's on the radio welcome to coast view with ricky matthews on super talk mississippi gulf coast 103.1
2: enjoyed that conversation with scott fox the music director and on air personality for wcpr and cpr fest is sort of part of the culture of coastal mississippi it's so great to have it back and they're looking forward to a great year. Enjoying visiting with him. So now, as I mentioned to you yesterday, I wanted to invite my friend Sonny Schindler back. We, we kind of gave the, the latest on the fishing scene in coastal Mississippi from uh, his perspective Sonny, captain Sonny schindler from from uh, shore thing charters but I discovered in our conversation that we that they do an annual event with veterans and I wanted to invite him back today since um, we're actually pre-recording this because they're off the water because of a nice blow and, and rain event that's coming through so I wanted to, to invite him back and just just chat a little bit about this veterans event how it came about and, and what they're doing it's it's actually grown into something pretty significant Again, but without any further ado, let me say uh, good morning again to my friend Captain Sonny Schindler. How you doing, Sunny?
1: Good morning again. How are you?
2: It's good to see you, my friend. So uh, you guys, you know, just kind of quietly doing this veterans event. So t- how did it come about, and then we'll kind of build it up to where it is now. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't remember the the year. Um, it was. It was.
1: Seven, eight, nine, somewhere in there. Uh, there was a local lady, uh, Granny. They call her Granny, Granny Gresher. Um, and she called one day, and she had had a couple soldiers in town um, that wanted to go. The weather was terrible. I mean terrible. And I said, look, I, I don't even know if we can get out of Bayou Caddy, you know. And she said, that's fine we'll fish fishing Bayou Caddy. And sure enough, I mean, it, it was like 100 yards out of Caddy, we were all drenched and whatnot, (laughs) but uh, we had a good time. And they were were really appreciative, and you could tell it was just they needed it, you know. So the next year, you know, it was like two boats, and the next year it was five boats. And um, eventually, just weird coincidence, luck, fate, uh, I started fishing a, a general, uh, General Bill Glasgow from up at Shelby, Camp Shelby. And I was telling him about it and, you know, scheduling and whatnot. And um, I think one year we did something with Air Force. Captain Darren put something together and it went well. And I was like, man, I I, I don't have the know-how or the resources to get to pull this together. And, you know, I'm from the mindset if if I don't know how to do it, I find someone smarter than me, which isn't hard because I'm a bumbling idiot. But uh, he, look, we were on the boat, and General Bill's just—he's a cool dude. And he he says, uh, "How many do you need?" And at the time, I think we were like at a—it was something like twenty or thirty. I said twenty or thirty, kind of kind of mocking him, like, "Can you pull that off?" And it was like, beep beep bop, one text. He leans back and says, "What day you need him?" And I said, "This day." Beep, beep, pop. What time? <laughs> beep, beep, pop. And it was done. One text message. He had set the whole thing up. Uh, and he's got a really great guy that works for him, Dustin Robinson. And we've, I've known Dustin for many years now. He and his wife Michelle, uh, and their son Alec, they they handle all the logistics. We just say date, time, and this year. Now, so last year we had to uh, we had to reschedule because of weather and personnel scheduling. A couple of them got called in for something, and I think the weather was really bad. So the only we kept playing the, the shell game with the calendar of this weekend, this date, and that some of them were, were doing duty and drill and deployment, and we had to push it all the way from last fall to April first. And when I started asking around, some of our guys, some of our guys, book a year out. Well, it was the first big weekend where we had the majority of our fleet. Uh, but I didn't want to tell Dustin we were, you know, we were going down. We we've grown it every year. So I called Ronnie uh, Daniels, our friend, and then I called the guys from Grand Pass. Uh, who's that? Clay case, Josh Ellis, Eddie Peterson, Jeremy Skinner. Boom! So we got. We got 13 boats instantly, and Dustin filled them immediately. Uh, and then we texted uh, our other friend, Thomas Jenner with the Blind Tiger. And I said, look, because he always does free meals for veterans and active on, on Veterans Day. And I said, man, could we maybe have a second Veterans Day on April 1st? And it was not even an issue. His, his reply was, how many, what time? And it was it was like 50 something people, 11 a.m. And look, when we uh, you know, when we rounded that corner after the trip and I'll tell you about the trip. But when we rounded that corner after the trip, we had a wind that was, you know, pulling into the Bay St. Louis Harbor and the winds coming off the blind tiger and you're smelling (laughs) crawfish and burgers cooking. It was awesome. But (laughs) the trip You know, everybody left the harbor, and we were all working off a text thread, uh, 13 of us. And I ran a little further west. The rest of the guys went into the bay, so they were fishing well before I even pulled the throttle back on the boat. And as I'm pulling the the throttle back on the boat, my phone is just bling, bling, bling. Well, they're all just sending pictures and all day, every other minute bling, bling, and they're just you know, it's nothing but smiling faces and people holding up fish and cutting up and laughing and we're all goofing off on the radios um, and the boats you know, the boats, I think a couple of the boats had five people and most of us had four, but I mean, it was it was a hoot and they uh, they loaded them up as fast as we could clean them, we had Dustin's son Running fish up to the tiger. So in addition to the crawfish and the burgers, they were cooking fresh fish. Um, it's just man, it's just fun. The guys at the at the Bay harbor, the harbor master and them they had PJ's coffee bring bring coffee first thing in the morning. Um, and it didn't it didn't take a lot to pull this off. Like I, you know everybody, oh, thank you so much and it, it, you know this is what we do. We fish. Our way of saying thank you is is taking them fishing. I mean, if you got a, a lawn care service or a legal a, a legal service or, uh, whatever, if you're a dog groomer or or a, you know a doctor, you you got a way of saying thank you to to soldiers or people you want to say thank you to. This is our way of doing it. Um, but it, you know, guys like Thomas and and the Grand Pass guys and Ronnie that it wasn't it was what day what time you need me there and they look instantly it was that's not, accra- it,
2: where is it is it all branches of the military or one specific branch and where are they coming from
1: almost all of them came out of shelby um and dustin i think dustin pulls mostly army and marines we like i said we've done the the air force um, but it's it's you know some of them uh, are veterans, some of them are active. some of them just got back from deployment. some of them are about to go. men, women, young and old. I mean and, and it's it's neat, you know uh, here and there you know they've got some amazing stories. some some of them are just the funniest things you've ever heard. Some of them are are, are I, they're pretty tough. tough. They're pretty yeah. tough to to listen to. Um, but that's all we do. We just listen. If they, if they want to talk about you know their kids soccer game we we'll listen to it if they want to talk about some of some of the bad stuff they they've seen uh we're there you know we're just there to have fun and show them a good time
2: so it's not just veterans it's active duty as well so that that's absolutely yeah that that's just more of a sort of a military appreciation but the fact that it, it turned into 56. What wow, what a what a wonderful way to give back to the community, and it's amazing that you could reach out to to other charter boat companies and get their participation with one phone call. But it just shows how close the charter boat community is to one another, isn't it? Doesn't it?
1: It is. It is. And and you know, Ronnie, Ronnie does his uh, it, it, something cool. You need to hear about is his buddy ball tournament um, for the kids. He he brought us all on for it uh, last year, and we've already. We've already reserved our spots for this year. He puts Ronnie does a good job on that one, man. That that one's uh, and it's big. It's, yeah. it's it's something you definitely need to. Yeah, well, we've it.
2: we've actually we've actually had shows about it, and the way that he gets so much active participation from so many important organizations to be able to introduce in some cases kids that have never been fishing before. What a Absolutely. wonderful what a wonderful you know, thing! But. You know, it's a uh, it's part of the deal, and um, but it's a lot of work. So it's not just you know, it's um, it's you, you got to be committed and to pull that out the way you guys did. Sounds like y'all got much, as much from it as as the guy, the military guys got from it.
1: Oh, we love it. I mean, it, it's it's our fun thing. And look, we just show up. Dustin, Dustin, and General Bill, and they do all the they do all the hard stuff. They're they're organizing. Yeah. You know, some of these guys. From the time we book it till we go, they they get deployed and, and have to go help somebody. Um, hey,
2: what we'll do with Captain Sonny Schindler talking about sort of a military-slash-veterans uh, appreciation event they do every year. Fifty-six uh, fishermen were involved this year with with active participation from at least three charter boat companies. We'll come back on the other side and t- take a look at some of the pictures, and we'll tell you what we're looking at. See you after this break.
0: Also, listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say Alexa. Open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1.
2: Welcome back to Coast View. Two days in a row with my friend Captain Sonny Schindler. And sort of the way it works, I'll tell you about that, is that. When he, these guys work just about every single day, they're going to, if it's nice outside, they're probably going to be fishing. It doesn't matter what time of the the year it is, but, uh, Sonny, Sonny will let us know if he's going to be off the water and it gives us an opportunity to do some shows to catch up with him. And, uh, he's usually only going to be out the water if, um, if they've got a, what he calls the, a big blow, which, which we're having now. And when this airs, it will have been last, uh, Wednesday and Thursday, that this uh, surface level low came through coastal Mississippi and gave us, you know, higher than normal tides and some wind and some rain. So, um, let's get back to sunny. And we were talking about the military and uh, this veterans' event they do every year. Uh, This year was the beginning of April, and they had tremendous response from the Military community, uh, several from, from Camp Shelby, some I'm assuming National Guardsmen, but maybe some Marines as well. But the reality is, they had a great time 56 of them together. Uh, three different charter book companies sort of donated their time and energy and effort to this. Thomas Jennon, uh, over from over in Bay St. Louis, also was engaged, and um. Man, when you can reach out to somebody like Thomas and him just on a on a on a whim agree to feed that many people, that's no small donation that he's making.
1: No, and and you know I I left out his manager uh, Libby. She that uh, we we were working off the same text thread together, and like I said, it was never a anything other than what time and where, how many, and it there. There was never a maybe, even anything close to a no. Uh, and, and Libby and Thomas and the servers, I mean, they had their hands full when we got <laughs> back. Everybody, captain, crew, my dad was up there eating, you know, when I was a veteran. He didn't fish, but he came to lunch with us. And we filled up the whole back patio of that restaurant and just food. Uh, beers and 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 crawfish and drinks and and hamburgers nonstop. It was uh, and you know how hungry you get. Yeah. Oh yeah. After after a morning on the water, it was it was impressive.
2: Sonny, anyway, what's interesting to me is is uh, where this is playing out. I, I can't help but think about Hurricane Katrina and what it did to Waveland and Bay St. Louis. And five weeks after the storm, within the Governor's Commission on Recovery, Rebuilding, and Renewal, we had what is called a charrette, an architectural. Brainstorming session with over a hundred architects and planners from around the world, include including the Prince of Wales Foundation sent two two people to to participate. They volunteered their time, incidentally. Then we did uh, we did eleven consecutive cities or, or eleven cities consecutively. So there was a charrette around Waveland, another one around Bay St. Louis, and Pascochian, and Bay, you know, and so on. And and the one with Bay St. Louis, they envisioned a marina being sort of part of the future. And it was hard. For for the mayors and others to get their head around how we're we going to get from where we are now where, you know, people are still worrying about where their food's going to come from to this vision of rebuilding Bay St. Louis and building a harbor. You know, we'd never even envisioned Bay St. Louis having this harbor. And, uh, and look where we are today and look look how, look how it plays such an incredible role in your work and being able to like doing the veterans event and, you know, pull in from a great day of fishing and be able to feed them. And that's, that scene is man, that is incredible, isn't it? It is
1: man. That, that whole downtown, it, you know, with, with the Harbor, the restaurants, the, the Pearl, uh, all the shops, it, you know and, and I'm sure you're like me Katrina feels like it was a year or two ago uh, yeah even though it, we've come so far in, in a relatively short period of time but man I, you know I'm just proud of my town proud proud of the state and you know these guys I work with everybody we just get it done uh, it's not fun it's not pretty it's dirty uh, a lot of early mornings and late nights but you know it's it's small potatoes compared to what those people we took fishing. You know, me getting up in the wee hours of the morning to go track down bait and launch a boat. That's that's nothing compared to what those men and women do. And and for anybody to forget that, it's uh, you should.
2: You so, should so you start your up. veterans event from the Bay Saint Louis Harbor right there. How how long of a run is it to where you actually fished? So
1: I I made the long run. And I was wrong. I was wrong to do it. Uh, we caught fish. The folks that stayed in the bay and barely got their boats on a plane—they were on the bite all day, and they didn't let me forget that because I was, you know, I was <laughs> swinging for the fence. I wanted—we did. We caught some beautiful redfish, but they—they uh, they just stayed in the drum and the sheephead. A couple of them caught some trout, but it was nonstop. Like I told you before before we got into lake i ran all the way down to lake bourne so i ran i don't know 12 miles some of them some of the other boats ran you know a couple hundred yards but they <laughs> were that's just where they were i you know i was trying i was trying to i was trying to swing for the fence and we did good but yeah we pretty much had him from back bay to lake bourne uh and everywhere in between some of those near shore reefs uh Taylor Reef, Jailhouse Reef, but the best stuff was right there. Hey, listen,
2: man, I have swung for the fences many, many times, and Sometimes it paid off big time. Other times I passed, you know, you know, uh, mats of uh, sargasm on the way loaded with dolphin and whatever and said, why didn't we just stay there all day and have a good time? <laughs> anyway, listen, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you, man. Thank you and your fellow charter boat captains for doing this military day and for sharing that wonderful story with us. That's awesome that you guys get back like that yeah thank thank you very much thank you, you for, bet for you bet my friend showing. you're a good friend to coach you have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow
0: follow super talk mississippi gulf coast 103.1 on facebook facebook.com slash super ms coast 103.1 a super talk mississippi media production